Hey, McCall. Hey, Kirsty. It's a spooky day today. Spooky. We have wicked weather. We do. Halloween. We're recording this. Uh, Halloween. Uh, very strong storm system impacting pretty much the whole United mm-hmm. States. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, very a sharp cold front that is bringing our, the coolest air of the season to us. Yeah. And uh, we've got a lot of rain, a lot of much-needed rain. Yeah. We had a, a good soaking just a few days ago, which really helped out our yeah. grass. Um, and this is also going to add to that. So hopefully this is going to kick us out of that drought. Yeah. It would just be nice to at least go into winter, um, you know, and not be in a deficit anymore. And this should this should close the gap, to be mm-hmm. honest. Yeah. Of course, at this point, the growing season is going to end tomorrow when uh, we see temperatures drop below freezing. Mm-hmm. But... Hey, I think that, you know, once we go through winter, it'd be nice. I'm sure the farmers would be happy to at least have too wet of soil than too dry. Absolutely. And I mean, it's not uncommon to have our first freeze this time of year. I believe October 22nd is like the average average. first day. Yeah. So this is right where we should be, which is quite shocking considering the fact that we were like 80s and 90s as we started the fall season yes like the beginning of the month i'm pretty sure we were the mid 90s and now we're ending the month and we are going to be significantly colder than that um this system also gives us our first chance for some snowflakes Mm -hmm. which no one wants to hear that but it's also not crazy you know in the miami valley to have the end of october where you can get those flurries yep Typically, we don't get our accumulating snow this early, and we're not really expecting that. So uh, it's definitely been uh, just a fun system to forecast, and and now we'll watch it unfold as we go through the rest of our day today. Yeah, and the windy conditions, they're probably going to bring down some more leaves, yeah. so you're going to be doing some yard work as far <laughs> as raking as we get into the next couple of days. But we're, like, right around peak right now. So yes. There's still going to be a lot of trees left with their leaves. Yeah. I, I noticed, because I just got back from New York, yeah. it's really green here compared to where really? my parents are. My parents are peak, past peak at this point. Yeah, so, so yeah, you see more bare branches. Yeah, and it, it was beautiful. There were a lot of deep reds yeah. and then turning brown. And then to come here and be like, oh, we haven't even gotten to that right. point yet. So I know that we still have a little bit yeah. to go. And I think it's also interesting to point out, too, um, the state parks, again, even though, like, a lot of, I think, neighborhoods are probably going to almost lose all their leaves mm-hmm. at this point, but the canopies of the trees in the parks, they're close together, and they, like, kind of can shelter each other. So when you get big wind events like this, it's still – you still will have leaves that are together up in right. those areas because they're kind of just – they're all growing in the same little area in the same habitat, so they can keep the, the leaf shield kind of going a little longer than, say, the random tree in your backyard that <laughs> after the wind event we get tonight. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Exactly. Well, our guest today, is this is kind of cool, and it, it honestly was something we'll call that I have actively going on at my house. Yes. And I was just pondering one day because uh, me and this guest chat about the weather, and I realized, oh – there's the weather impacts a lot of people mm-hmm. not just like oh should i go for a run mm-hmm. but impacts people's livelihoods and when you are a small business owner it really depends on the forecast especially if that small business um literally has to do with working outside mm-hmm. so our guest today is dave helvey he is the owner of rural one builders he's a contractor he builds decks he builds homes he does a little bit of everything, and full disclosure, mm-hmm. um, we have hired him to build our deck, <laughs> and so that's why you know he was asking, "What's the forecast next week? What do you think in this, that, and the other?" And and it really got me thinking of it would be nice to hear the perspective of someone whose whole you know business 
has to do with what's going on outside. Hi, Dave. Hey, thank you for having me. So tell us a little bit about yourself um, and and how Rural One came to be. Well, honestly, I left uh, a college a little bit early to open up a business. I'm very entrepreneurial. Nice. Mm -hmm. So um, I opened up a business with a with a with a friend of mine, and we did like warranty work for home builders. And this is back when I was in my early twenties. And um, so that kind of took off. That kind of lit a fire under me to uh, just do something with with building in the residential or commercial. Uh, industry and you know here we are today and I have my own company the the origin of the company has changed a couple of times yeah. just based off of just simple interests mm-hmm. but I think uh, um, as of just a couple of years ago I changed the name to Rural One Builders and um, you know we're, we're focused on uh, building homes building good quality custom homes and uh, like you said, like decks for you, right? <laughs> and uh, just things that I can put a put a stamp on, put my put my brand on yeah. that I would be proud of. So, so cool. now that we're getting into the cold season, I mean, how is that impacting your business? Well, uh, it, it's it's greatly impacting the business. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, in the wintertime, construction slows down a little bit. Um, I think the number one enemy of uh, construction is water. Uh-huh. So um, if you have the opportunity to really hustle and get things get things done before, let's just say the the late fall precipitation really starts or early s- spring mm-hmm. precipitation starts, uh, you're really doing yourself some favors. So if you get caught like in the middle of let's just say today, yeah, mm-hmm. where it'll rain consistently on and off for for two two days, there's really not much you can do other than Maybe wait. go inside and drink coffee to <laughs> stay warm. Just kind of wait. Um, so, of course, okay, so water is the enemy. So that mm-hmm. means rain. Um, what about, like, ground temperatures? Like, free, like when we get into the heart of winter, you had kind of mentioned to me about even just putting the, um, like, the pillars of our deck in. Mm-hmm. And, like, how does that play a part? Like, is there a certain part in the winter where you're just, like, or for your own health? Like, Well, you can really, I mean, you can really dig any type of foundation as long as it's not frozen okay. right now there are some in some extreme cases where construction companies we they will get a foundation in regardless if it's frozen or not mm-hmm. they'll wow. put like heating blankets out and heat the ground just so they're 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 able to to dig but i think in my in my case um i don't have the pressure of that kind of uh, schedule. Yeah. So, um, so if it's frozen, we'll typically try to stay away from that, that kind of work. Um, obviously if the ground is, is super moist, if I'm digging holes in the ground, most likely that hole is going to fill up with water. Yeah. So, um, we just try to be prepared as possible in those types of scenarios. If, um, if we're really down, uh, on time and we really need to get something done, Oftentimes we'll we'll dig a foundation hole and and pump water out just okay. to just to keep things going. So yeah, it's it's definitely a negative thing, but it is manageable. I don't know if this impacts you directly and your business, but um, I've been working on a series of stories about people that are trying to rebuild from the tornadoes that we had in May, and there's kind of like a rush 
against time. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I don't know. Has have you seen an uptick in work? Do you know of some colleagues in their businesses that seem to be doing more work because they have to help with the rebuild? Um, yeah, there there are, you'll find that there are a lot of contractors that come in from out of town to to help out, mm-hmm. um, which is a great thing. Yeah, but there's also some negatives to that as well, um, um, because the rush provides uh, an opportunity and uh, a real uh, awareness of, man, I really need to get my house put back together. Mm -hmm. And sometimes uh, customers don't do the research on who they're using. And oftentimes they can get stuck with a contractor that may not finish the job Mm -hmm. or uh, things of that nature. So you just honestly really have to do, do your research and, Yes, when you're when you're when you find yourself in a situation where you just got to get your house put back together, um, um, there are a lot of great guys around our area that help with that. Me in particular, uh, I have not done a lot of um, tornado damage work. Okay. Uh, just because I think maybe I'm just a little bit it's a little too far a little out bit of the far path. Away, but I'm also not. You know, if somebody calls me and asks me for help. Man, I'm yeah. more than willing to help, but it's not the kind of work that I typically chase uh, to stay busy. So, okay. and we may have had this conversation. Or no, is this? It's not all just about the build; it's about the paperwork too. Is there right. like an overload yeah. of people putting requests that could slow down you getting a permit for something? Well, y- yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think just uh, the requests for um, I think just for estimates in general. Yeah. Like you, I get probably five or six calls a week for estimates, and and honestly, it's hard to really keep up yeah. with that because I'm I'm the uh, uh, the type of builder that I also still love to wear my tool bags too. Like mm-hmm. I'm just not managing. Yeah, I'm actually doing so. Uh, keeping up with that, and um, obviously, uh, inclement weather or bad weather provides an opportunity to catch up on that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Because you can drive around, see people that you that you can make now make time for that you wouldn't have necessarily time because if the sun is shining, you're building, and the mm-hmm. water stays away, we're busy. You know, we're busy building stuff. Mm-hmm. So okay, when it comes to um, like the process, so if like for us, we had never done anything like a build before, mm-hmm. um, and if you're doing like an addition or something like that, so you get an estimate and then you put in you put in a request for permits and then you have to get it approved like i know for the deck it's not really like that but Mm -hmm. if it's like for a home it's like kind of a lengthy process it can be it can be yeah um so typically on on something like that you have to have a set of plans drawn okay now in a lot of cases uh in more rural counties they're still accepting hand-drawn wow uh, (laughs) designs but that's the that's uh far and few between now, um, but you typically have to pay an engineer of some sort or a drafter to draft up a design, and then you have to submit it, and the, you know, you're kind of at the county's uh, discretion on how fast that process takes. So I actually have a project right now that originally was supposed to take three to five days from the time of submittal to approval, and we're almost at a uh, at a month, wow. waiting on uh, a month uh, for that to be approved, and that's simply because in the Miami Valley we experienced that that bad tornado yeah. outbreak. Yep. And so uh, 
requests for for permits are just like stacked up on this on this guy's desk yeah and he's just having trouble getting to people in a timely fashion so and i think that that's very interesting yeah because you don't think about that. you don't think about that you you know you just like oh out of sight, out of mind, mm-hmm. but you could live in a totally different community that wasn't impacted by the tornado at all, yeah. but secondhand, you are now impacted because you're you know, wanting to do something to your mm-hmm. home and you're having to wait because right. of all these permits. Right, and that's a good example because the, the project that we're trying to get started now is just inside Montgomery County. It was in uh, Brookville, Ohio, which had a tornado go through, but it right. was in a neighborhood that wasn't affected, mm-hmm. and this is just a general... Uh, change in their uh uh, their house design that they want to do and so just because they're in that county in that county and primarily even though the tornadoes touched other counties primarily montgomery county was affected um where they're just kind of in the mix of just kind of crossing their fingers hoping that they'll get their permits uh, approved and i don't know if you know the answer to this question but i was wondering is there a uh, do they approve by the time of submittal, or is there like an urgency? Like, right, like, like they're like, oh, up. these homes need to be fixed I ASAP. Think, I mean, that's probably not necessarily a talking point when you yeah. when you go to submit your information. Mm-hmm. They're not going to tell you, hey, just be patient because we're trying to work through all these. Um, I think that is kind of true, mm-hmm. but that's just pure speculation on right, my point. Right. Um, but I think there are some uh, projects that do have uh, larger weight than others Mm -hmm. um but you know i think they're all supposed to go through a standardized process yeah um which i think that you know just the layperson would you know assume that that is correct that's the way that's supposed to be done and that and who knows that probably is the way it's it is being done yeah but there probably are some asterisks red flags yeah this house is yeah yeah hazard yeah well and i think too it's just it's kind of like interesting and, and crazy to think as well that, you know, the counties are equipped to, I don't even know who, do, who would do permanent. Like, is that like a county engineer? Uh, typically it's, it's uh, a county building and zoning department. Gotcha. And then if, uh, if you live in an area, uh, let's just say inside the city limits, mm-hmm. typically like in the city of Dayton isn't regulated by the county. Okay. It's regulated by the city. Okay. Um, but in, you know, some cases like out in Preble County, yeah, uh, it's regulated by the county. But once you get into the city limits of Eaton, then they don't normally gotcha. manage that mm-hmm. that process. So it's funny. It's interesting to think of so that that zoning department again probably doesn't ever think that they're going to have a large tornado outbreak that would destroy so many homes. Right. So like even the departments themselves probably are like not even that equipped or have enough personnel. Have enough personnel to be going right. through everything. Right. Trickle down effect, you know? Like mm-hmm. that house is just a normal home that was spared from the tornado, but they're being impacted and everyone that works for the county or even works for a city of Dayton that has to go through all of that, they're just even that much more, they're that much busier as well. Mm-hmm. Wow. <gasps> I know. Another one Mind of those blown. moments. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know. Of course, we appreciate everyone in the county and the city that has to do all of these approvals. Yeah, right. I can't and imagine. We're wishing you the best of luck as you can. You're just buried in hard. paperwork right, right now. I can't yeah. imagine that this the the just on a daily basis the stress that they may have to deal right. with with people 
trying to push them to get mm-hmm. things done. And yeah. I understand. I, I completely understand. It is frustrating from time to time when yeah. you. Well, because when, it's impacting your business yeah. and being able to get out there and work. Well, and, and you're feeling the pressure from the client of you right, said this right. time frame and now it's and although, taking so long. Although that part of the process isn't my responsibility. Mm-hmm. I am kind of representing the process right. when it comes right. to uh, the customer. So uh, when you can't really give them a, a true answer of mm-hmm. yeah. how it's really going, because you don't know the situation in, inside yeah. uh, another office building. So, um, But hopefully the weather will continue to ha- we'll have some good sunny days <laughs> and we'll get some approvals and we can keep working. Yeah, yeah. Dave. Uh, just random weather question for you. Do you have any um, – maybe years that stick out in your mind or inclement weather that you were working on a build and you maybe dealt with crazy thunderstorms or super cold or, you know what I mean? Like what I, I would love to know just any interesting weather a story that you may have working in this field that you've experienced over the years. Well, I don't, I don't quite remember the rain totals, but I do remember maybe last spring being uh, very, very it was uh, wet. heavy and wet and <laughs> rain, rainy. So I have... Um, through the state of Ohio, I have my uh, uh, approvals and permits, uh, certifications to do uh, residential septic installation, and so we try to <laughs> we try Fun. to we try to put in a septic system, not knowing that it was going to rain <gasps> like every other day or yeah. every three days, yeah. and uh, it was probably uh, just as a contractor, it was probably the worst experience I, that I have had. A uh, very stressful, um, uh, having trouble to uh, seeing the a good outlook mm-hmm. <laughs> right. on on uh, finishing that job, and uh, I had like pipes floating out of the ground. I had oh, septic man. tanks floating and flipping over on 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 their tops, and uh, I think that particular week or the the series of two to three weeks, I was considering. <laughs> Uh, is is being in business for myself for worth me. it right right and it's just because of some rain some water yeah and water is a contractor's enemy mm-hmm. for sure McCall I'm gonna ask you as a meteorologist <laughs> um obviously you feel the pressure as the business owner and the contractor trying to work and then you have your client that you want to you know do a good job for and be happy with as meteorologists every forecast we give mm-hmm. we are thinking of people like you and it's like even more pressure. Oh, so much pressure. <laughs> because you know that this can be like people's livelihood. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about builders. I think mostly through the spring I was thinking about farmers and right. being able to get in the field. I, I feel like that's what I was thinking a lot about. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's really, really hard to say it's going to rain again. Yeah. Sorry, it's going to rain again. And, you know, especially farmers and now builders, we can only see out right. about five days. Yeah. So, okay, We'll just get through this week, and maybe next week will be better. And then next week comes, and it's like, ah, not so much. Right. It really does suck to have to give that kind of forecast to someone like Dave. To, like, Dave. (laughs) And I will say, too, um, anyone listening, if you, uh, you know, own the landscaping company or a contractor, McCall and I are on social media, and we're pretty active. So if people send us a question and want something more specific – you know, we will we'll answer. We'll try to help mm-hmm. you out. Dave, Dave is like, hey, next Monday, what are you thinking? Or like, what is the outlook for next week for mm-hmm. like his builds? So of course, like I'll, I'll try to give you as, as accurate as I can. Um, but, you know, that that's something that, of course, on TV, we only get a certain amount of time. So mm-hmm. we can't give like a special forecast to everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, but don't be afraid to reach out if you're listening to this podcast and, and you ever run into, you know, you want a little more detail to your outlook, we can help. So do you have um, something that you do during the wintertime yeah. when you're not building? Um, we we typically work year-round. Mm-hmm. So if if it's not snowing, if we don't have accumulating snow, or if it's not raining and it's dry, uh, I've been known to wear like four or five layers <laughs> <laughs> uh, working outside. And, and honestly, it's it's because I prefer doing outside work. Uh, we'll take we'll take on doing a basement finish or a kitchen remodel mm-hmm. or a bathroom remodel, but it's not uh, what um, my business is designed around. Mm-hmm. Um, even though we build everything, we'll build a, a house from the ground up. Wow! Um, but to just take on something inside is it's gotta it's gotta be a pretty special project, and so I always find myself. Uh, taking on outside work because I love being outside mm-hmm. you know and well because you're originally from Alaska let's oh, just okay. oh yeah let's, that. I forgot everyone <laughs> Dave is from Alaska so he's, he's <laughs> so these winters good with these winters yeah I used to wear I used to wear shorts to school year oh. round and I would get sent home <laughs> uh, to put pants on <laughs> but but that being said, you can't take on so many outdoor projects because you don't know if like we're gonna have like a ton of snow or a polar yeah, vortex. So right. is there Not like a money. is there a scaling back of like okay we're only gonna do one or two projects yeah. for these months? Well, and I think that um, I think that the customer knows that too. They mm-hmm. they are aware of they don't want to start a project in mm-hmm. November or December. Yeah, you know because there is a chance if we're opening up a whole side of their home. Right and. We're in the the midst of cold months. Uh, now there are some people that have no problem with that, and uh, and because they were the next person on the schedule, right? They're they're okay with it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there. I think you would find that the customers are very aware of what they want and what they don't want. Yeah. And uh, typically, doing a late late fall or wintertime project where you have to remodel the outside of someone's home. Uh, isn't necessarily going to happen um, very frequently, but it does. We'll work year-round, like I said before. Uh, but during the during the winter months, um, my company, myself, and another gentleman that works for me, we are subcontracted to help uh, do snow and ice removal. Oh, so that's nice. some that's something that we kind of keep in our back pockets just to mm-hmm. just to keep us busy. Yeah. Um, um, but as far as that, we're we're doing construction projects year round. So, speaking of year round, it was really hot this summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How was that? I mean, because of course you could build in the heat, like you said, as long as it's not raining. Um, but even just safety for you and for because you you have a, you have someone that works for you, so mm-hmm. you yeah. got to be careful. How was the summer for that? Um, the summer was okay. It was very very hot yeah. and uh, very very uh, drought like. <laughs> um, but Honestly, when you're building, you honestly prefer that over okay. the, over the latter. Um, I think to beat uh, extreme heat, you're up and working at like Super five, early. six a.m. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then on the really, really hot days, you're off by like two or three o'clock. Right uh, before the evening sun uh, uh, hits you. So, yeah. um, you know, I think that's really. Uh, uh, Honestly, that's the only really way to to beat the heat is right. to 
to to hit it early in the morning mm-hmm. and get done early, drink a lot of water yeah. and <laughs> electrolytes and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but this is what we signed up to do, right? Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna do our best to to complete what we set out to do, um, no matter what the weather is. So that's awesome. Well, Dave, thank you so much. Is there anything that we didn't ask you that you'd yeah. like to talk oh, about? Oh no, no. Do you have I, a bone to pick with us as meteorologists, <laughs> or are you okay? We give good forecasts. No, no. I have <laughs> I have a, a um, <laughs> I have a meteorologist at, at home. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. That, that if I can, if I need to reference her at all. Um, I can do that, and I completely <laughs> understand where you two are coming from when you have to field uh, yeah. crazy questions. Yeah, and that's so. a good thing to know for anybody that's listening in Dave's back pocket. His yeah. wife is a meteorologist. Yeah, yeah. so he has the inside scoop when working on projects. Well, when I, have to, <laughs> when I have to forecast the weather for, for projects, I kind of feel like a meteorologist. Right? Mm-hmm. right? And then I have you two and my wife as, as yeah. reference yeah. Yes. To, to see if I'm – correct or not so we all work together. now uh dave why don't you give a little where can people find you and yeah. you're on social media and i He's think that hilarious his instagram, instagram account first yeah. of all is amazing yeah. because you post videos of your work all the time <laughs> it's so interesting if you i know nothing about construction yeah. and his instagram is great really really behind the scenes look at, at the projects he works on and it kind of blows your mind yeah well uh most marketing people would say that i'm crazy but <laughs> i honestly my business does not have a website Whoa! And yeah, you're right, and uh, <laughs> uh, and that's simply because um, most of my work comes from word of mouth or referrals from yeah. previous customers. And for the last several years, I have stayed eight months to twelve months to fourteen months booked out, uh, and I just I'm having trouble keeping up with what I have now. Yeah. Um. So the way that I advertise my business. And the the quality points that I try to point out to to people that might be interested in that mm-hmm. um, is through Instagram. Yeah. You can find me at uh, at R One Builders on Instagram. And if you would like to ask me any questions about the building process, or if you have a construction project that you just have general questions about, you can reach me at uh, Rural One Builders at Gmail Awesome, Dave. Thank you so much for being with us. Absolutely. Thank you very much for having me. All right. Well, if you want to continue listening to Cloudy with a Chance of Podcast, don't forget to subscribe. You can also rate and review the podcast for us as well. You can listen to uh, us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, of course, WHIO.com. And this year, McCall and I have been really trying to do more vodcast, Mm -hmm. which is the video version of this. Uh, So, McCall, how can people watch that? Well, of course, you can go to WHIO.com and see it there. But you can also, if you have a Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, just look for the WHIO app. And on there, um, you'll be able to see those video vodcasts and all the weather videos that we create throughout the day. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.